Hey everybody, welcome to the Uninformed Banker. I'm Gerald, and today we're going to talk about Biden's G7 summit and what it means, what went on. I think it was kind of funny, the things that came out, but let's do a little bit of a rundown. The biggest thing out of it is called the Build Back Better World. I, I don't know. It's I got that close. I'm not sure if I got it 100% right. But either way, they're insisting on calling it the B3W, which I got to admit, every time I hear it, all I think is BMW, German engineering, which, I mean, they got great cars. They cost a shit ton and they cost a shit ton to fix. But either way. So what that is, is a counter to China's Belt Road Initiative. Now, what these two things are, are basically giant economic bets to try and move economic centers of the world to different areas. So China's trying to get it out of the West and into China, obviously, because the better their citizens do, the better their regime does and their system of government. So they want more money coming into them. And the way they think that they're going to do that is through the Belt Road Initiative, which basically it sets up a giant logistics network throughout the Gulf Coast and Kazakhstan and all these emerging com countries that they think are going to do well. And they go, look, we want to be in the center of that and we want money from that. So we're going to invest all this money into you and you guys are going to invest and we're all going to get rich and it will shift a lot of the money in the world towards China, which is great for China. So to counter that, the U.S. and Europe are basically looking at doing this B3W deal, which is more focused on green energy and infrastructure from what I read. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before and I'm going to be wrong again. But what that is, is more wind farms, more renewable energy and the infrastructure. I'm hoping that they're going to fix the fragmented shipping industry, but I don't know if that'll work. But either way, what I thought was funny about it was all these countries were like touting it. But at the end of the day, I see a big problem because the other thing that came out on this meeting was that, yeah, we're, we're like reaffirming our ties with Europe and things are good, blah, blah, blah. But they don't fucking trust us for shit. <laughs> Not even a little bit. They're like, you fuckers pulled out so many times. I, I don't even know what's going on. And to be fair, our government takes drastic changes every like two to four years, depending on what happens with the Senate and Congress and the presidency. Like, because we always go back and forth. We got a two party system and they're so far divided. It's always we're going to go way the fuck over here or we're going to go way the fuck over here. And the issue with that is um, with Trump, I'm not getting political, but with his America first policy. Not getting political again. I got to reiterate that for you fucks. It basically put America first, which meant it screwed over the other countries. Now, to be fair, we didn't negotiate the best deals when we were dealing with them at, at the outset. And so we were getting fucked a little bit too. But we went so hard the other way that they got fucked hard. The best solution is obviously be in the middle so both sides get the best deal. And, you know, you give and take, but all, every country wants the best thing for them. And that creates, it should create better prices and this and that, but it doesn't, it, especially with politics. It's really weird. 
and because there's private interests involved. Even if people say there's not, there is. They're either connected to this or they have a friend that's in this and they know that when they get out of office, they want a board position here or here. So they got to do some shit. And it, it ends up being like, it ends up not working exactly how it should. So the best thing would be if the U.S. and all the all the European countries and Britain, because they're not part of the Eurozone anymore. They're their own zone. And if they could just kind of agree and, you know, all right, I'll take a hit here. You take a hit there. And it just works out for the best. But that's not how it is. And because we went so far with the fuck yous to them that they don't. They look at us like, how the fuck are we going to get in bed with these guys for 10 years? Because these projects take like a decade or longer. And it's, they're looking at it going, you know, a decade, that's like two more presidencies. And I don't know how many classes of Congress in the Senate, what, five, maybe six, depending on how everything works out. But Either way, they're like, that's a lot of change. And these fuckers have been getting more and more erratic. We don't know what the fuck's going on over there. And they're right. Like, we're in a time of change. And I don't know how it's going to shake out. No one knows how it's going to shake out. If you do know how it's going to shake out, call me. And let's have a talk because it's fucking nuts. But. So they're really wary about that because they don't want to get halfway down this thing. You know, have like wind farms without the propellers you know just shafts sticking out of the sea and then the u.s goes you know what we're out bye (laughs) they're just stuck with these things and trillions of dollars that they have to spend to finish these things so they're really worried about that so i see that as a big impede in in, uh, it's going to impede our progress on that which china will not have that impedance because they just go we're doing this and everyone goes, yes. <laughs> there is no changing of the guard or this or that for decades, you know. It's not – now, granted, there's probably some politics that take uh, place in China that I don't know about because I would actually really love to have someone on here who knows the political landscape out in China, to be honest, and like can explain it to me. But they're a lot more – you know, they're an autocracy, I think, and they're a lot more – able to just go we're doing this and stick with it you know they're not going to pull out of that agreement because they decided and the same guy is still in power you know the only time they'll pull out after the initial signing is if you decide to change some things and try and screw them or something really bad happens like war or something like that so it's a safer bet with them which is a big issue because it basically in the race Say if there's a race between these two projects, they're already ahead because they already started. And now we're going to be more sluggish. We're going to be slower. And, you know, everyone's going in kind of like half-hearted. So it's not... I see that being a big issue. Just because everyone's going in half-hearted. So it's going to be holding back. There's going to be more and more issues with people not wanting to commit. And things are going to get slowed down. All the while, China is just making more and more progress on that Belt Road initiative. So I don't know how that's going to shake out. Anyways, have a great day, everyone.